Oh, wait. One more thing before we get to the podcast. In this podcast, The Crypto Bully, any co-host and his guests do not give financial or investment advice and encourage you to do your own research on all topics mentioned. Do not invest into this market what you can't afford to lose. I bet I know what you're thinking. Is this really Morgan Freeman? Well, unfortunately not. But Lyndon thought it would be a good idea to use such a soothing voice for the legal mumbo-jumbo to smooth things over. Now, let's do it. Now entering the Bitcoin Podcast Network. Play ball! the bullpen podcast number nine the crypto bully wow <laughs> he makes it look so easy and that ball has left the stadium hey what's up everybody i want to welcome everybody to a bonus episode of the bullpen podcast powered by ecc I'm your host, as usual, the Crypto Bully, and today I wanted to create some special content for everybody, so I have an awesome co-host in the building. He goes by the name of Bob Marley. Um, he's a really great friend. Nah, I'm just, I'm just playing, y'all. Nah, this, <laughs> this is one of my, my, my best friends, man. Um, I've known him since high school. Uh, he goes by the name of Dennis, a.k.a. DJ's Never Ending Story. Um, he's host of his own podcast, Crypto Until Infinity. And, I mean, this dude does some amazing stuff. He does a lot of music. Um, uh, do introduce yourself. I, I'm not going to keep telling people who you hey. are. Tell people who you are. Cool, man. Appreciate it, man. DJ's Never Ending Story. I'm also the host of the Crypto Until Infinity podcast on the Bitcoin Podcast Network. Music producer, audio engineer, some of my credits include uh, various artists on Universal and RCA, which I won't shout out because I hate the music industry. That's one reason why I got into blockchain, <laughs> just to step away from the music industry, just so we can talk about different things that the blockchain music platforms are doing to revolu- revolutionize the music industry and also give more power back to the artists. So that's what my podcast is about. Also, I do my little spiel on different cryptocurrency news, but... Catch me there. Crypto until infinity. You know what it is. This is already a Bitcoin podcast network, so you know. Yeah, so we are friendlies here. We are on the same network. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Had to link up for an awesome episode. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about this episode for two reasons. One, with one of my best friends. <laughs> and we're going to say some really ignorant shit. Uh, <laughs> well, more, let me not say ignorant. Let me say funny shit. Yeah, I feel like that fits better. We're going to say some funny shit. And we get to talk about how fucked up Bitcoin prices are right now and everybody's panicking. Right. <laughs> Which is going to be some funny shit. So, uh, yeah, uh, we can just get get right into it. So, um, all right. So, obviously, right, everybody's fucking freaking out. Everybody's seeing Bitcoin take its fucking plummet. Since 20,000, people have really been freaking out, but even more recently because, what, in the last week? Oh, my God, dude. How how much of a dip have we taken? Bro, bro? hold up. I'm on, I'm on trading view right now. Let me pull out the ruler. I'm starting at... <laughs> you got, I'm going to start at uh, November 11th. 
And I'm going down to the end of the week of today, mm-hmm. which is, ooh, shit, 32%. Actually, 33%, because it's really 32.99%. So 33%, bro. That's insane. Like, that's that's insane. Like, it's, it's funny. That's insane, obviously, because of the volatility is fucking nuts. But... That makes me feel so warm inside. <laughs> like it's almost like, over. Almost. Right? Like I'm I'm so happy, bro. Like I'm telling you, like I'm so happy to see this to see the price of Bitcoin drop this low, man. It was like it's so funny, man. You when you really get into this and you really study this and, sh- and for, for everybody who doesn't know, this guy right here, DJ, he is the one that got me into it. Hey, yes sir. Yes, so sir. When, you know, he he told me the seriousness of it. And when I really got into it and, and started doing the technical analysis of it, market analysis and all of that shit, it's like once you know that, it's almost like you see things differently. Right. And you really kind of start to see what's going on with the market. So I remember at 21,000, you know, or 20,000, 20,000, 20, everybody's like, oh, my God, yes, keep going up. And I'm over here like, no, fuck that. Like, right. no, go, what? I, no, go you, back. You know, the crazy thing is, like, people that are unfamiliar with... um platforms like uh coinergy trading view where they can actually see market movements i mean you could just yeah. look at it especially like january 2017 you could just tell like it was you got candles pointing straight up for like days and days or actually weeks <laughs> and like it's unsustainable yes. it's unsustainable man like yeah it's like it's crazy because it's like people like literally like the shit that i hear people say like they people were really at twenty thousand or near twenty thousand, being like, "Oh yeah, no, nah, Bitcoin's not gonna go down. It's gonna keep going up." And I'm like, "Does that not fucking Dude, scare I you? Like, you, like, you, you, I mean, you got vets. Yeah, that's how you can tell, man. Like, it's it's like being in crypto for a long amount of time doesn't necessarily mean you're a good trader because you got somebody like Charlie yeah. Shrimp. Somebody just retweeted one of his tweets from like May of this year. He was like, "This is the last mm-hmm. time you're gonna see Bitcoin under ten thousand. I'm like, uh, <laughs> this tweet aged well. Oh, I'm sorry, bro, like, dude. Like, who else, man? It's, I'm not gonna. I I don't I don't oh. want to seem like I'm hating on people, so I, I really don't yeah. want to just. You nah. know. But still, it's just like yeah. it's, nah. it's a difference between it's, truth, it's a difference between somebody who's a trader and somebody who really just knows more about you know the coding aspects of crypto and everything else like that, but. Dude, that's that's real though. Like I was going through the uh the cryptocurrency Reddit page, dude, the subreddit, and <laughs> this dude he completely puts this other guy on blast, dude. It was the funniest shit ever. He was like, "Yo, does anybody know where the guy was who said Bitcoin would never go down below five thousand dollars? Because he was wrong, <laughs> and he betted this other guy a thousand dollars." And it, oh, dude, I was dying laughing. But he, the dude, you should have seen the original post. Dude was like. Uh, you guys just don't realize, you know, crypto's been along for been, been been around for a while now. We're not going back through this, and you'll never see five thousand again. And then it just plummets. Right. And then you got all of these new posts. People like, yo, where you at? Hey, you gonna pay the dude? Hey, you on with that? You know, it's like the funniest shit ever. But it's like it is people, man. It's like people fr- form such a bias in their mind yeah. they almost don't even realize it. And I'm like, like you can't. I don't. Like, I just don't get it. Like, I don't understand how people don't consider all things, fundamental analysis, technical analysis, market sentiment. To me, I feel like if you don't consider one of those things, then you're leaving out a potentially huge-ass piece of the puzzle. So yeah. it's like, how the fuck do you even form an opinion on anything? Right. I mean, you know, I could just wake up in the morning and be like, yo, real talk, Bitcoin is never going to hit $2,000. And I'll be wrong as Man, shit. You- 
Easy. You know what? Speaking of that, bro, um, that was a real sentiment like early last year. Um, so I remember when uh, one of the big ETFs got uh, denied back in, what was that, maybe February or March of last year, 2017. And uh, yeah. so around that time, that was the first time Bitcoin, well, not the first time because Bitcoin did get above $1,000 like what, way back in 2013 and 14 for that, from that bubble. Yep. But that was the first time uh, where I think we had just breached the all time high again. Like we were like it was my first time seeing Bitcoin over a thousand dollars. And, um, you know, right. people like Vinny Lingham, you know, they were real popular. You know, he was the, the Bitcoin Oracle. That was his nickname at the time. <clears throat> and um, it was it was a yeah. real sentiment like, oh, my gosh, will we reach two thousand dollars by the end of 2017? And because mm-hmm. like. It was just so hard for us to get above a thousand, you know, after so many years. So, you know, it's crazy that we end up like obviously busting way through two thousand dollars up to damn near twenty (laughs) thousand. It was just like, what the, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, and honestly, man, you know, for people that don't know, like when you got market cycles this aggressive, like a bear market like this is due. Like, and yeah, honestly, real and honestly, this shit can last well into, you know, next year, like well into next yeah. year, you know what I'm saying? Before we even yeah. reach the all time high again, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And that's true. And that's see, and <laughs> shout out to you again, because you were the person who pointed out, uh, Aston Reyes to me, obviously this guy is a fucking phenomenal technical analyst. And I love this dude because he takes such an unbiased approach to it he takes his emotion and his personal opinion completely out of it and he just does the fucking the analysis like and it's like that that concept is so easy to say but it seems so difficult for people to actually implement and he i feel like he does it so well so you know me and you you know he he has his own patreon i'm telling everybody like if you don't know who aston reyes is I, man, I'm I'm gonna drop his stuff in the comments. I'm telling you, this dude is on point. He knows his shit, and you know he does his technical analysis, and he he doesn't only use one form. I know he specializes mainly in Elliott wave analysis, but he uses all different types of methods based on what's going on with the market and things like that to validate you know uh what whatever conclusion he comes to based on the, on the work that he does. And this dude is. It's just on point. And I remember back on literally on September 1st, man, I know you remember when he dropped that chart <laughs> and he basically said that there was, you know, looking at the chart, basically, it's like over the course of the years coming up, it's like, yo, could you imagine if Bitcoin trended all the way down to $169 by 2020? Like, bro, Ooh. people with... People would fucking, people would lose their shit. But it's like, you know, now, now obviously, right, there's a lot, you you can't call something like that that er, this early. You have to, you know, pay attention to things over time and see where the market takes you. But the thing is, is that what he did, which a lot of people haven't been doing or haven't done lately that I've seen at least on Twitter or other people, is that he zoomed out literally from inception all the way up until at that point, uh, August of this year and he did a full wave count mm-hmm. and you know anybody that follows you know Elliott wave analysis you know he says himself bear markets often end inside of the fourth wave of a lower mm-hmm. degree that being between the price point of about eleven hundred dollars 
and about 170 bucks. Like, mm, what? Yeah. That's fucking, yeah, that's, that's, you know. Yeah, that's why I like him too, man. Um, Especially, uh, like I said before, as a, as aggressive as this market is, because, um, you know, it's, it's easy. It'll be easy in a week to make returns that you wouldn't even see in the stock market for a year. So that prevents right. a lot of people from essentially <laughs> zooming out, like you said. Um, yep. A lot of people tend to pay attention to the four hour time frames, you know, when it comes yep. to trading, which I mean, if you're investing in, you know, if you got investments in the traditional markets, I mean, unless you're a day trader, you, you're not even paying attention to, you know, four hour movements, you know, four hour right. increments. So, you yep, know, a lot of traders true. in crypto get caught up in that. And yeah, Riz, yeah, he uh yeah, he takes his time to zoom out, you know, using Elliott Wave principles or whatnot, which which is another thing a lot of people are skeptical about. But I mean, for the most part, yeah. it, I mean, he's been essentially right every time. I mean Yeah. Damn like yo, I think legitly since I've been following him, I think I think I've only seen his 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 charts not add up maybe two or three times, bro. But that's because, like I say, he's so fucking. You can tell from his poise, the way he talks, the way he speaks, the way he t- you know he says he literally sits down for hours and he does multiple charts, and then based on many factors within whatever time frame he's in. You know, and he even does charts within different time frames, which is another mm-hmm. thing, is that he sees, okay, what do I feel is the most likely outcome based on the criteria that's happening right now? And that's the thing that makes a difference, right? And at the end of the day, he's giving like, okay, this is what I believe, you know, will happen based on, you know, the data that I gathered. But that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand. That still does not mean he's going to be 100% right all the time. It's like technical analysis is a tool used to help guide you in the right direction it is not like oh yeah this is exactly what the market's gonna do because if it did that every fucking body in the world would use technical right. analysis and everybody would be rich and a market wouldn't exist because everybody can't be right all the time exactly you know the whole market is based on people being right and being wrong so you know and, and that's the thing about it so that's why i have a lot of respect for him that's why i consistently follow him uh, maybe like two or three other people that i really pay attention to what they say because they're not full of shit right. but um i mean it, it does it goes back to that like you gotta zoom out when in doubt zoom, <laughs> zoom out we're gonna take it back to nursery rhymes when in doubt you know another another thing too when it comes to trying to time the markets i know especially like right now how how bitcoin is taking a big dip you know everybody is yep. Well, not everybody. A lot of people are using this opportunity to try to uh, catch a falling knife. But I was, uh, I was, yeah. I was, uh, I did, I did a podcast uh, a couple weeks back talking about doll bar studies, and basically these are studies mm-hmm. about how, um, well, essentially, uh, investors who hold, and this isn't just talking about crypto. This is just any market. And investors that actually hold. Are actually more successful yeah. than people that trade. I know it's it's like a number. I don't know if it's somewhere between ninety and ninety nine percent. Like real talk of how you know most traders actually lose money. Like and this is professionals. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you know, and like I said, when you see a lot of these movements in crypto, you want to try to take advantage. Try to take advantage of them, and you know, most of the time you fucking up. You you fucking up <laughs> because. Yeah, you just never know. It's yeah. a lot of black swan events. Um, I know recently, yeah. uh, shoot, as actually today, man, uh, the backed exchange. I know they just got delayed. Uh, I know they're seeking 
more approval from different regulators. So, you know, that was that yeah. was going to be an event. I guess people would assume to pump the market up again because you, you got you had companies like Microsoft and Starbucks uh, backing back BAKKT. But uh, since right. they got delayed, you know, for the most part, uh, you know, the crypto markets are still on a decline. But honestly, I don't feel like that would have been enough to really be a catalyst to make us start a new bull trend or at least in the bear bull market. Trend. Like, I think this market, this <coughs> market still needs some more time to cool off, man. Um, this yeah. market needs some more time to mature. This market needs more time for accurate definitions, especially like with ICOs right now. The SEC yeah, and the, the SEC and the CFTC, they're really cracking down on a lot of these Ethereum tokens that, that have popped up over the past year or so. Um, matter of fact, the SEC just shut down, um, was it Ether Delta, I think? Yeah, Damn. yeah. You know, a very popular uh, uh, decentralized exchange. So, yeah, they're, they're coming. They're, uh, they're building their base. I, and I think they're doing it because, uh, I guess, one, it's fairly easy. Um, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these little exchanges, you know, they don't, they're not the powerhouses. They don't have the same type of backing as, you know, these large entities. So it's kind of easier to take them down. But I think as the SEC and the CFTC takes more of these exchanges and platforms and tokens away, it'll build a better case when they start to take out the bigger fish, you know? Yep. Which I kind of wonder, like, what yeah. the hell is going to happen with Ether, Ethereum, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's a good point, because it's like, all right, you got you have uh, the SEC and all of them cracking down on ICOs, and obviously, uh, our, <laughs> the amount of ICOs that fucking happen on the Ethereum blockchain, Ooh. ERC-20 tokens, bro, like, that, I, that's going to affect it. Like, it's definitely going to affect it, but... <sighs> It is. It's kind of one of those things, man. Like, you know, we, we've heard, right? We hear a lot, or at least I hear a lot more now about, um, you know, uh, equity tokens and about basically almost taking a different format so they don't necessarily run into the same problems or issues mm-hmm. as they have with ICOs and things like that. <clears throat> so I think that, that that's going to be a huge thing, uh, security tokens and stuff like that. I, I, it, to me, it only makes sense. Like, it really does only make yeah. sense because it's like, like, at the end of the day, who the fuck really wants to go up against the SEC? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, no, nobody, nobody, whether you bet you're based in the fucking U.S. or not. You, you know, it's gen- SEC is generally somebody you don't want to fuck with. Right. So, um, and for them, honestly, during the bear market is the perfect time for them to scrape shit up and dig and, you know, figure out kind of what, what's really going on in, in the, the, the road they want to take to quote unquote regulate or, you know, whatever in the case to the, the cryptocurrency landscape. So, you know, it's like people are really going to have to take in consideration, like, okay, if we're going to do a token sale, what are we going to do? Like, what are we really going to do? Because now I feel like people are starting to realize this is a real concern. Like, this is something that I actually literally need to take seriously or I could end up legally fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and I've seen that from a lot of different projects that I've just engaged with. And that being one of the first things that they get, you know, they, the first thing they want to do is get a lawyer and then either classify themselves as security so they know they're fine or distinctly make sure they're not a security so they don't have to deal with the, you know, the, the bullshit that comes yeah. with it. Well, another thing too, like the ICOs, if they actually want to fully go through, you know, uh, adequate regulation 
to become a security to be defined as a security. Now that mm-hmm. that that'll give the market some more legitimacy, that'll give more right. consumer confidence. But at the same time, I kind of wonder whatever type of route of funding that they will want, because accredited investors, you know, they're going to get priority on or not really priority. They're going to get the ability to be able to take advantage of this market before the average consumer. Uh, I mean, or right. the average retail investor. So I, I kind of think that uh, securities, although it'll bring more confidence to this market, it'll probably cut out like the average retail investor at first based that's on, true. you know, the type of regulation that's, that's set forth. So basically, you know, yep. I know, I know accredited investor, I think it, it is, is different according, you know, state by state or whatever. I know where I, where I live at, I think you need somewhere yeah. around about 300,000 uh, year over year of income or at least a million dollars in assets. And so who right. the hell has that? Like the average person just walking on the street, <laughs> <It's just not. laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> so... Like, bro, we all trying to get there. Yeah. Like, that's the that's the right. goal. So, yeah. And, and, and it is. It is going to be interesting to see the shit that takes place. Like, okay, if security tokens start being a thing, what the fuck is that going to do to the average person that wants to buy Bitcoin? You know, or the average person that wants to buy cryptocurrency, period. Uh, yeah. uh, um, you know, because it's like, what are you really going to do? What can you really do? What will you have the option to invest yeah. in? You know? Well, well, the, well, see, well only- okay, well, mm-hmm. so... I'm thinking about, okay, my bad, not to cut you off. I'm thinking about a company like uh, Uber or something. Like, eventually, it's going to be open to the average retail investor, but just that that initial seed money, that that, the A rounds where people are really making the good money, those are, that is what's going to be available to the accredited investor. Like the real, so right. it's by the time the retail investor the gets involved, you know, it'd be slowed down. You know, the, the 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 company's probably got all the funding that they need, and now you're just playing a greater fool game. Like, you know, uh, the average retail investor is probably making like a couple percent a year or something. So they're not going to be seeing right. like the type of gains uh, that we're used to in the cryptocurrency like market, or the type of gains you will see in like an A round of like you know yeah. Uber or something like that. Yeah. Yep. So, um, everybody become an accredited investor as fast as fucking possible. <laughs> that's hey, pretty much is what it sounds like. Hey, man, the crypto market in 2017, we we probably minted a bunch of accredited investors, man. A lot of people I used to follow on Twitter, man. It was just exciting seeing them become millionaires. Yeah. You know what I'm yep. saying? Um, even people I know personally, man. So it was. Yeah, that's yeah, true. It was. It was. Yeah. 2017 was a good year if you played the game right. Yo, that was a fucking. That was. I remember that. That was a crazy fucking summer, dude. Yeah. I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, what, dude? <laughs> dude, that was. Yeah, that shit was nasty, man. That shit was. That was absolutely insane. Like, and that was like around when I really, you know, obviously I got, I got, you know, into it and serious around March. Um. And of of 2017s were like really got serious but i was just like yo what the <laughs> like why am i seeing coins and tokens that are like oh yeah you know in like four months you've like 10,000 x like what the I fuck i know bro like, i know what's happening like this like this just seems fake like there's no way this is happening for real and then you dude the amount of i can only imagine you know what two things that interest me when it comes to that year that summer I wonder how many people became millionaires 
And then how many people became broke right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just think about taxes, bro. Like, say they made a million uh, right Yo. before uh, December 31st. And, you know, they kind of just held out, you know, as, as this decline we've been having, man. And they just lost the majority of it. They would still have to pay taxes on that million, man. Even if they that lost in this bear market, man. That's, ooh, yeah. That fucking, that's horrible. Yeah. That's... That's how it works. Oh, and a lot of man. that's another that's like, thing too, man. That a lot of people didn't know. Um, so you know, tether, you know, yeah, popular stable coin. A lot of people were thinking, okay, I'm not going to get taxed if I go into yeah. tether. I'll get taxed if I just go into fiat. Say like you're on Coinbase, you cash out, right. you actually see the dollar sign now sitting on your uh, account. A lot of people think they only got taxed that way. No. <laughs> crypto to crypto transactions are taxable. Yes. Tether is considered a cryptocurrency. Crypt- this yes. USDC is considered a cryptocurrency, even though it's new. Like you, the, the new one with Gemini. These are all cryptocurrencies. You you go from Bitcoin to Litecoin. That's taxable. Like you yes. can't avoid it. And that's what got a lot of people, man. Yo. Whoa. My bad. Not to cut you off. What's up? Bro, <laughs> right now, <laughs> right okay. now on Coinbase Pro, Bitcoin and USD pair trade price is sitting right above $4,000. Oh, shit. $4,050, bucks. Dog. Let me go to trade view. I think I just closed yeah. it. What the fuck? Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, I don't even Bruh, see that wick like, anymore. It's a full candle now. <laughs> oh shit! Hold on. Let me go to uh, let me go to the two hour view. Oh shit! That's crazy. Yeah, on on Coin Market Cap, it it has the uh, average price sitting at forty three hundred. <clears throat> oh wow! That's yeah, I'm nuts. looking at Trading View, man, and it's sitting. Well, right now it's at four thousand ninety seven. But yeah, I, I, I saw that dip. I saw that dip. It says it said it went as low as four thousand and thirty-five. Yep. Damn. Yeah. That's that's man. See, that's a, bro. <laughs> look, look. <laughs> to everybody listening to this podcast, please learn technical analysis, learn fundamental analysis, and learn market sentiment. Learn all of them. They each have fucking value i say this each i say this though even if you don't take the time to learn that or while you're taking the time to learn that learn how to use stop loss if anything set it at your break even set your stop loss at the same if anything just set it at the same place you you bought in at that way you don't lose any money (laughs) if anything just lose this shit (laughs) yeah if you don't do nothing else if you be like yo fuck that new analysis that don't work well, set a fucking stop. Yeah, at the minimum, set a stop yeah. loss. Because I can guarantee you, technical analysis, learning technical analysis is going to be a lot lot better than losing all your motherfucking yeah. money. I tell you that. And that's, and I'm like, yo, I like, that's, and that's like basic trading, you know, knowledge. Like that, like that's rule number yeah. one. Like, don't go into a trade without a plan. Yeah. And part of your plan is an extra strategy. So if you're going, if you're entering something trading wise, and you don't have an exit strategy, you are pretty much setting yourself up to get fucked. I would say uh, get get familiar with uh, Investopedia. They really helped me out. 
yes. um, in terms of terminology, because a lot of this stuff is interchangeable from traditional markets. Uh, yep, and also correct. they give you like little charts. So you can learn simple yes. little patterns like bear flags, bull pennants, uh, different yep. patterns like uh, head and shoulders patterns where you can kind of predict where the market might go and keyword might because technical yeah. analysis is not you know everything we predict isn't set in stone like it's not gonna happen but it's just more probable if we see certain patterns this might happen so get familiar yeah. with uh yeah investopedia uh yeah they really helped me out yep yeah investopedia was dope youtube was a big yep. ass help for me um knowing the right people who to follow you know uh asim reyes he has a youtube that is fucking phenomenal great to follow uh chris dunn he's also really another really good guy um find individuals and like really take the time to find individuals and don't just use one person use multiple people right. and use people who use different methods you know one guy may be like the elliot wave analysis guy the other guy may be the ichimoku cloud yeah. guy the other guy may to keep it simple would use his candlesticks and volume whatever the case you know what i'm saying um you know follow different people and when you find a solid person use that person as a mentor and take advantage and, and, and learn off of them because it really does help you like i'm telling you you do not understand how much knowing little strategies like that literally will completely transform the way you emotionally feel when you see a certain price right. or you see this movement like i said the average person right now is probably looking at bitcoin and their fucking heart is down in their nutsack you know versus <laughs> You know, if you know a little bit of technical analysis, even at the very minimum, if you if you know volume, you know, uh, um, you know uh, how to how to read a candlestick, and you know uh, support and resistance. Yeah, that's like big. damn that 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 alone will completely transform how you look at a chart, and it'll, it will it really will make you feel better because if you just don't know shit and you just like oh well I hope it goes up and I hope it goes down, you have no idea. What what could be happening at any point? Like I, I, it's like walking into the middle of a fucking tornado, butt ass naked. Right. <laughs> like why? Why would you do that to yourself? You exposing the shit out of yourself. So it's like you're asking yourself to get hurt. So it's like yo, put on some fucking clothes. And maybe don't go into the tornado. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like chill on the outside of it. So exactly. <laughs> just watch it or some shit. Yeah, shit, I haven't. But, um, so I'm I'm still on trading view. I haven't pulled up uh, like Fibonacci retracement, but I'm pretty sure we broke through the point seven eight six. Um, yeah, we did. Okay, because yeah. I'm looking at okay. So all right, right now I'm kind of looking all the way back at July of last year, which mm-hmm. where we're sitting at now was where the resistance was around that time. So yeah. honestly, man, just I mean, this isn't trading advice or anything, but uh, man, if we if we break through this little congestion right here, man, we can free fall definitely to like right at three three k. Yeah. Real talk, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, yeah, that seventy eight point six percent fib retracement was was pretty key, and it was around. You know, you have people have different numbers, right? So around around like forty eight hundred, and we went through that. Yeah, shit. <laughs> that shit's, shit's we didn't we didn't went there. Uh, so yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm that's that's what I'm saying though. But that's the thing, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we you know, and it's funny, right? Because me and you. We're friends. We know each other trading, but we trade a little differently. You know what I'm saying? Um, but at the at the same time, we both have the same understanding. Yeah. You know, so it's like me, me and you both. When you know everybody else is generally panicking, we're like chilling. We're like, okay, like you know, this is stuff we've been waiting for. We've been anticipating and seeing, like, okay, it could really go this way, but there's also a chance it might. So it's like. You know, it, it does. It tells you a lot. When when people start talking in times like this, it tells you how much they know. Like, period. Exactly. 
So, matter of fact, let me see where the RSI is at right now. Woo! So I'm looking at uh, yeah. I'm looking at Coinbase's uh, BTC USD chart uh, mm-hmm. on the daily chart. The RSI yeah. is at nine, bro. <laughs> nine. Shit. For Damn. people that don't know, that's extremely oversold. Extremely oversold. Damn. Matter of fact, I'm looking at the whole history of Coinbase on TradingView, which started in early 2015. This is the lowest it's ever been. That means. The selling pressure is just tremendous right now. Tremendous. tremendous. It's not a game out here. Yeah, it's, it's and that's why and I, that's why I really do wonder. Um, I really do wonder like how how low is this really gonna go? I'm just sitting. I, I'm you already know me. I definitely ain't catching no fucking falling knife. I'm chilling. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna wait for this shit. Th- to this is the thing, man. The way something. it's dropping, like usually, you know, it drops like this because a lot of stop losses were triggered. Uh, You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, the momentum of this recent drop over the past couple of days, it almost seems like there's something going on, like newsworthy that's going on that we don't exactly know for sure. I mean, it's it's been a couple of different little events, but I don't think it's enough to make Bitcoin sell off as much as it is now. Like it's something it's something we'll probably find out in the days or weeks to come of why exactly right now. I mean, you could, you could call it, um, you know, having to do with like the futures trading right now, you could say it has something right. to do with uh, the SEC cracking down ICOs, but I still don't think that's enough for Bitcoin just to be falling like this. Like even Rez, he was surprised that Bitcoin yeah. did as low as it did over the past couple of days. Like it's not even bounced. Yeah. It's just free falling, you know. Yeah, it's literally just yeah. <laughs> it's just, it just jumped off the cliff, yeah. and uh, I don't know where the ground is at <laughs> right now. So I was like, that's the crazy part. Yeah, I mean, you've heard everything from our, you know, it's the futures liquidating and you know this and that, but it's just like, what <laughs> is the world ending? Like what the fuck? <laughs> like what? Yeah. You know, like this is this like this. Yeah, this is literally a fucking free fall, and no, most people didn't anticipate. Right. This. Yeah, and most people didn't. Most people knew it was possible. And even the people who knew it was possible didn't expect it to happen in the way it's happening. Like, yeah. Did, like, no, no bounce, like you said. No, nothing. It's just, it's just dropping. So. Man. Uh-oh. Yeah. We had uh, 4,077, 67, 65. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to see if, if it's going to hit 3,000 in our conversation. Like, Yo, yeah, that would be fucking uh-oh. crazy. That would be nuts. Dude. Oh my god! That would be crypto for your ass. <laughs> right? <laughs> that would be like, yo, you want you want volatility? Bring your ass over here. I got plenty. Man, <laughs> passing that shit out. Like, bruh, like it's nuts, man. But this, this is why I love crypto. You know what? I think the reason why I love cryptocurrency so much—not talking about the blockchain aspect, but just the trading aspect of mm-hmm. it—is because when you're dealing with this, you really can't bullshit. Like, you really can't. I mean, you can, but you're going to look really stupid, probably. Right. Like, you really have to pay attention. You really have to educate yourself. You know, like I said, I feel like this is like, this is like, like, um, trading Forex on fucking cocaine. <laughs> like, this is insane. Like, this shit is all over the place. And liquidity is super fucking low compared to anything else. You know, this is still baby market. You know, a ba- really baby fuck, a baby world market at yeah. that. So you know, it's like, man, you you. I feel like it really pushes a person to really have to, you know, hone in and sharpen their skills to really stay up with this shit. Because if you don't, bro, I mean, we we already know, man, a day going in cryptocurrency, 
fucking, it feels like a century, dude. You miss so much news, so much information. Right. You know, you can lose out on a bunch of shit. So it's like you really do have to pay attention to this shit because, you know, it helps you point out patterns, potential, you know, okay, price is going to do this, you know, it's going to do that. And it, it, the shit, like I said, the shit's just important, man. Like, to me, it's like it, it, the cryptocurrency is where you really do have to pay attention to every fucking thing. Dude, as, as, like, as we've been talking, man, we just lost about $10 billion in the whole crypto ecosystem. Mm, nice. Yeah. I'm on uh so right right now we're sitting at 140 billion dollars. And let me see. I think my yeah, internet is going insane. slow. I have so many tabs open. Where's the market cap that we're sitting at right now is where we were. Wow, my internet's going so slow. Give me this one second. Yeah, I think everybody I think yo, I, I think it might just be coin market cap because I think everybody's trying to check that shit right now. <laughs> Dude, we're sitting at where we were at. Um, let me scroll. It looks like somewhere around like late September, early October of last year. That's yeah. where the market cap is right now. Yeah, yeah it's taking bro. a big plunge. I got it. Yeah, this is insane. Bro. But Bitcoin dominance. Bitcoin dominance is fifty two point eight. It was at fifty three. So yeah. we did have a little bit of money. I guess go into alts just a little bit, but alts have just been draining like hell, though. Right. So wait, you telling me? So you telling me then the flipping is not about to happen, right? <laughs> Bro, I remember when that was a thing, man. Oh my god. Yo, Dude. that shit was hilarious, bro. That shit. Hey, there. You know that shit. Actually, I, I know. I remember specifically. It got really fucking. Didn't it for like a split second? Did it flip? Nah. It, it came pretty close. I can't remember what the market cap of Bitcoin and Ether was at that particular time, but it became very, super, very, close. very close. Um, and it's so crazy. Matter of fact, Ether shit. isn't even number two anymore. Uh, Ripple is or XRP is. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Ether got yeah. Ether has to flip with uh, XRP <laughs> first <laughs> before it can even compete with Bitcoin. <laughs> dude and speaking of ether bro like okay so you already know my story but i'll tell it to the public man like what no 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 no, no. i'm not i'm not gonna talk about litecoin i'm just gonna talk about ether man (laughs) so i got mad excited so i was you know me i was buying ether back in 2016 when it was still worth like about six or seven dollars so here we go march 2017 uh no actually february 2017 i want to say i'm not looking at the charts but any whatever time it was where ether jumped from about 15 to 16 dollars up to like 30 dollars which was just wild 100 percent right and it just kind of stuck there and it was creating like (laughs) this step pattern like it uh it is go up it a plateau go up plateau it just looked like steps right so I'm like, this is unsustainable because I've never seen any type of pattern like that. Like, I wasn't a trader back then, but just still, I'm like, this can't be right. So I'm like, man, let me cash out. So I end up cashing out at like $30, right? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. What did, what did Ether get up to? Like, I know it got over a grand at Bro. one point, didn't it? I can't remember. Uh, hold on, let me look. I'm gonna pull it up right now. I, remember. <laughs> I, I remember specifically when it. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Hold on, because that shit was, shit was insane. Yeah, I know, right? Um, yo, last year was fucking crazy, dude. dude like, everything. It seemed like damn near everything got over a thousand percent gains. Dude, at the like least, at the least. <laughs> it was at the least. Right. Yeah, right. He was like, "What? 
What you, you only got a thousand percent gains? Right. What you been doing this whole time? Yeah, this shit got up to fuck. Shit got up to uh, almost fourteen hundred, bro. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not gonna I'm oh, not gonna say I missed out you, because obviously you know I started trading other uh, altcoins and stuff, which ultimately, hey, you bro, know, what's what's up, bro? You mi- you missed out. What happened? No. I was <laughs> 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 oh, uh, like, damn, man. Like, <laughs> seeing 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 that happen. Okay, that was like the first time I seen any altcoin do some crazy shit. And yeah. so that was only like what? How percentage wise? How much was that? Like that was from what to what? From like thirty to fourteen hundred. Let me see. Let me go to trading view. Oh, fucking! Let me go to trading view. I don't even have. Uh, damn. Ether USD yep. tab. Oh, oh, yes, I do. Let me see. I'm gonna do it right yeah. now. Got to scroll back. That's funny. Now that you say that too, you was talking about you know this being the first coin you see to do some crazy shit. Nah, I think mine. The top of my list would have to be Patcoin. Patcoin, <laughs> dude. Patcoin. What the hell is Patcoin? Nah. I don't even know. I heard of it, but like, what the hell does it do? I don't know. <laughs> Every every oh, what does it do? Probably nothing. <laughs> right, nah, of course. I, I don't of think course. there's like zero fucking utility, uh, okay. like literally zero. But bro, literally, like this dude, like this shit was insane. Literally, when you look, if you go on um 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 coin market cap mm-hmm. and you look at Pat Coin's chart, P A C coin. Mm-hmm. It's literally a fucking straight line, <laughs> up. literally. Like literally, damn. it's a it's damn near a straight line up. So you're talking about going from the price of being point zero zero point five zeros two, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is this is December twenty second, twenty seventeen, and then at the height on. Uh, January. What the fuck is this? Janu- uh, January. What the fuck? This is insane. <laughs> Hold on, I got a damn this little chart. Well, 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 why, why are you looking for that? I found out the percentage going from thirty dollars to the uh, peak. It was around like forty three hundred percent. Damn, before a, a, a Bitcoin like that, that's a lot. Yeah. Bro. What the main damn. Nah, man, you didn't miss out, bro. You missed out, <laughs> man. <laughs> hey, I made my money. Nah, man, I made you, my you money in other odds, man. You know. <laughs> yeah, real talk. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, there was there was so much opportunity, man. You know, it just you know situations like that happen, man. You you live and you learn, and yeah, I mean there's there's so much opportunity in crypto in general. I mean, it is what it is. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is crazy though. Like, oh, man. so I, I, I do I do want to comment on some of the coins that may do that. So, so something like Ether, the market cap of Ether is is large. It's in the billions, right? Mm-hmm. So it's going to take a lot of effort for something to pump that much. Oh yeah. But if you're just in like some shit coin, um, I'm not going to use Pat coin, but just just some other new shit coin. And you see it pump like 4,300%. Now, it's way easier because you're dealing with the illiquid market. So, I mean, I've seen coins pump that much and probably the whole market cap is only like $100,000. So, it doesn't take much for a coin to pump 4,300%. 
if it only has a market cap of $100,000. Right. You know what I'm saying? So <coughs> that's something that people need yeah. to look out for. People see those percentage gains and they think like, oh, let me hop into this coin. This is doing well or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Like, nah, that's not the case. And another thing you got to look out for, too, is trying to sell. You know, in an illiquid market, you know, you're ultimately going to bring the price down. So you're not going to be able to sell right at the dollar yep. amount you you're looking at. You're just going to the more you sell, the more you're going to push the price down. So it's just it's just simple, simple stuff. But I know a lot of people aren't aware of that, you know. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. And that's what it is. So it's like, yeah, you know, having fifty thousand dollars in an altcoin is the fucking shit until all of a sudden you realize that the liquidity for the day is probably like ten thousand. And you're like, right. Uh, right. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. Exactly. <laughs> well, might take a while to unload this. But yeah, I mean, stuff like that that people don't think about. Um, you know, people. Yeah. Like, pay attention to that. I mean, right. There's a lot of there's a lot of reward that can come from the altcoin market but there is a fuck load of risk yeah. that comes with the altcoin market so if you are unexperienced and you don't understand liquidity and all of that good stuff be fucking careful because you can easily get stuck i've seen yeah. it happen a million times and you could get you could get stuck at one sat too a lot of people be like okay i found i found <laughs> yeah. a coin at one sat it's only gonna go up from here now i'll give you an example of how you can get <laughs> yeah. stuck in a coin only at one sat and never be able to sell. So you got a coin like diverse coin where if you're running a master node, and I guess we could kind of explain that a little bit later, but yeah, a coin like that where the master node rewards are just incredibly high, you know, people are, are minting these coins and they're, and they're trying to sell. So the selling pressure is just so tremendous that the coin never gets above one sack because everybody's trying to cash out their masternode rewards. At the same yeah. time. Yep. Or it's not even just at the same time. It's just so high. Like the order yep. book is just so stacked that it, it'll literally take millions and millions of buys or billions, depending on you know how many coins it is, just to get above one sack. And you could yeah. be stuck there. You'd be thinking like, okay, I'm just going to put, you know, I shit, I put like $100 in there, you know. Man, that $100 would just be stuck there forever, bro. Like, <laughs> you know. It's, it's like, yo, why is he not taking it? Right. Like, yeah, that's, that's real talk, man. Stuff people need to pay attention to. <laughs> you know, another thing that I don't hear as much about, but I had a million questions on is people know the difference between fiat value and uh, Satoshi value. Oh, uh, Man, yeah. if y'all don't know that, learn that shit, please. Um, um, for, you better not even touch to trade shit <laughs> until you know what the difference is between those yeah, two. Values. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of people. I, I give you an example of when I was still kind of inexperienced. So I would trade... I would trade. I would be actually trading using the altcoin Bitcoin pair, but I'll be paying attention to USD, which is a no-no. So, yeah, I remember getting into a coin at, say, it was about like at a thousand sets or something, and you know, I bought that coin. I bought a bunch of that coin with Bitcoin. So, mm -hmm. the altcoin Bitcoin pair was in a bear market. But the USD, the Bitcoin USD pair was actually uptrending. Yep. So I might be, 
I might be uh okay. So the Bitcoin pair, the altcoin Bitcoin pair is downtrending. I'm st- I'm steadily losing Bitcoin. Right. But I'm gaining. But it shows that the price either is <coughs> in USD value and the altcoin USD value is uptrending, or it's just kind of staying the same. So right. I bought into a coin at a thousand. Let's say I bought into a coin at a thousand sets, and it was the value of it in USD was a penny. Now. The BTC value was declining, but the Bitcoin USD value was uptrending. So yep. time passed. Yep. The value of that altcoin just stayed at a penny. And I'm like, okay, right. I'm cool. I'm cool. Because like the no, USD not- value, like it's still at a penny. So I'm good. I could just cash out, get my money back. But right. like I said, being ignorant that I was actually trading the altcoin Bitcoin pair, I cashed out and I actually had less Bitcoin. Than when I initially started, even though the USD value stayed the same, I had less Bitcoin, which ultimately yeah. is what I was trying to accumulate. I was trying to accumulate more Bitcoin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's a way where people can actually lose Bitcoin, but pretty much still get the same USD value or sometimes gain USD value. It's just depending on the price of Bitcoin. So, yep. Yeah, it's, Pay attention. it's, it's, it's a lot you got to think about when it comes to trading the uh the, the cryptocurrency market bitcoin is i guess gold bitcoin is uh what backs the whole market yeah essentially yeah. so yeah pretty much pay attention to that or whatever whatever coin you're trading back and forth between um whatever the main pair trade is to it whether it's ethereum or litecoin or whatever in the fuck basically pay attention to the satoshi value because if you only look at fiat there's a very good chance to why your fiat amount may be going higher or possibly um, I'm staying the same. You could absolutely be losing the amount of actual digital Bitcoin. currency that you have. So yeah. the number of yeah that particular you know coin that you have or e- Ethereum once you trade back into the main the main pair trade. So yeah, just pay attention to this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're gonna end up sad because I've had a lot of people do that. They be like, oh, so it's like of course it works both ways. When one is going up and one goes down, they balance each other out. When both is going down, it's fucking hell. Oh, yeah. when both are going up, it's heaven. So, yeah, when two, you know, uh, the later part of 2017 was heaven because Bitcoin value was going dude. up in USD and also the altcoin value in awesome. Bitcoin was going up. So, you were basically yeah. making money fast as hell. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. Like, that's what I, man, I, man, I'm t- I always tell this story to everybody who, who I talk to, man. Um, this dude I met, man, this dude made almost $900,000 in two days. Whew. In that summer. Yeah. Because of that fucking volatility. Because it was that 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 trend. It was both, everything was going up. US, the fiat value was going up with the Bitcoin and the coins he was in was going up. So it was like heaven on earth. Now, here's the flip side of that. This is why you need to learn exit strategy. This is why you need to learn technical analysis because he bossed almost all of that. Literally. Wow. Because he didn't know how to exit the market, when to exit the market. Like, right. Thinking it's it going to keep going fuck. up forever. Yeah. It's that euphoria. Like, bro, <laughs> yeah. Like, dude. Like, if I would have got a half of that, I would have been like, fuck no. I'm out. I'm right. done. I'm done, son. See, I'm going to Africa. Fuck this. I'm doing a day Chappelle. People, one, okay, one strategy you can use is practicing scaling in and scaling out. So say yeah. like for him, you know, he made all that money. He could have been scaling out the whole time. Like since he doesn't really know, you know, uh, technical analysis or any type of way of predicting where 
the price might stop uptrending. He could have just practiced scaling out like, OK, I'm just going to keep cashing out as the price goes up. That way I know I don't lose exactly. money or you can do what's called a rolling stop. You can just bring up your stop loss as the price goes up, because if yep. the price drops, your stop loss are prevented from going lower than what you said your stop loss price set. So those two ways where you could kind of protect your your profits, you know what I'm saying? Which a lot of people that are new don't do. Yeah. Hello. Yo, Dennis. I think you timed out, bro. Or something happened. I can't hear you. Connection lost. What? Why the connection log lose? What? Oh, let's see. Let's open this shit back up. <laughs> Hello? Oh, snap. Dennis apparently, uh, I don't know. Oh, wait. He's calling back. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. Hello? Hello? Yo, what's going on? I think we were talking too much knowledge. <laughs> Skype just literally just stopped working. He just dropped, dropped, dropped on me off the call. Oh, what's going on? I can't even. Yo, this is a conspiracy. I can't even type a message. Like, legit. Can't do anything. It won't let me answer the call. Um, see? Shit like this is a little suspect. <laughs> uh, give me a minute, y'all. Trying to pull the Skype back up. Seeing what's going on. This is really weird. This has happened to me before. This used to happen to me all the time on Facebook Live. I'd be talking. would be talking. Just dropping knowledge. And then shit would just get cut off. Let's see. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> what? Ha- bro, was that you? Or was that me? Uh, it just disconnected. Bro. I'm like, does Skype only give you an hour to talk or something? Like, Nah, bro. Nah, it definitely doesn't. <laughs> and I got the paid membership, so I know I get more than an hour to talk. You know what the funny thing is? I haven't had nothing like that happen in a long time, bro. But that shit used to happen to me all the time. And I feel you. I used to feel like somebody was just in the background, just hitting the switch. Like you was like, "Let's cut them off now." Right. <laughs> like it literally just yeah. dropped. No warning. No. It used to do that when I Facebook Live. All right. So, all right. Look, we need to stop talking about knowledge and stuff, bro. Um, Win Moon, Lambo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, we, should, we need to stop. We need to stop talking about shit to help people. Apparently, that is not okay. It's right. Kind of, like, shit. Man, that shit was sus. I literally, bro, I just started looking around the room. Like, let me make sure. Like, nobody's in here. Somebody come out. And it said right. the connection was lost. I'm like, yeah, like, what bruh, the fuck? My internet is, the bars are super full. Yeah, like, I mean, and I'm using the Ethernet cable, so I'm like, I'm not even using, like, Wi-Fi shit. <laughs> Damn, yeah, you see, you took it back. So your your connection is super secure. Right. <laughs> nah. Well, I'm actually, I'm still recording. I don't yeah, know if Okay, I'll, okay, got you. Well, I guess nah. we could just cut that shit. Cut nah, that. It's, just it's a rolly, not a stopwatch. Shit don't <laughs> never stop. <laughs> got you. Yo, that, yeah, that was weird. I don't know what that was. Okay, whatever. Fuck it. But, um, 
uh, you want to bring us back? I don't even know how to edit it. Because I, I, I forgot the last thing I said. No, nah, uh, we cool. I'm, psh, I'll probably throw a little bit of this in there because it's just funny as shit. <laughs> it's just it. like this. This is really <laughs> this is really is kind of suspect too. <laughs> like I'm like, what what happened? Right. Like this is weird. But anyway, um, make sure every make sure everybody you you go to school, you eat your vegetables, and you drink plenty of milk because it'll make your bones strong. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but in, in anyway, basically, um, don't be blind in crypto. All right? <laughs> Please don't be blind in crypto. Please pay attention to pay pay attention to stuff. Um, since we lost track, since uh, we quote unquote got disconnected. Feds, <laughs> feds watching. Exactly. SEC was like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting these motherfuckers off. Nah. Uh, hey, man. So, where do you think? Where do you think we are in the in, in the the scheme of things? Right. When you're looking at Bitcoin, you're looking at the price, or looking at the market as a whole. You know um, what? I honestly think. Um, I honestly think we're still in an, in a capitulation phase. Mm-hmm. Um, just thinking about that one. I forgot. It's a name. It's a name for that chart where it kind of shows like. The stages of a market cycle. I think we're yeah. in a capitulation phase. I think the right. pre- I think we'll finally be in depression when we start to see the Bitcoin is dead articles, which is something I haven't seen in a long time. <laughs> you know what? That's I didn't even think about that. That's true. Like, bro. why are those articles not coming right now? I know, I know. Yo, bro. that's man, yo, that's mass suspect. Like, well, you know what? Uh, you know, maybe they'll never come. You know why? why? Because you got you got entities like Fidelity now. Uh, that's getting into crypto. You got Coinbase doing a custodial service for like these, uh, these these big clients. So it's it's kind of like they're not going to say that now to protect their interest in keeping these clients. Yeah. Like before that, you know this this year was the first year where we really had like these big entities just come into the cryptocurrency market. This is yep. the first year we really had that. That's true at this scale. So. Yeah, they're gonna try to protect their clients now. You you can't be saying like stuff is about to die right, when you just <laughs> offer the service. <laughs> you know right. You start saying shit like that, your company about to die. How right. about that? Like, yeah, like, like hold on, what the hell was this? You just offered the service like a week ago. You yeah. talking about Bitcoin is dead. I just put like fifty percent of my <laughs> capital in this shit. Yo, that man, we see that shit happen so many times. That's like all credibility, like all gone. It's just like people, you know what I'm saying? What was it? One of the, uh, who was it? I think it was one of the guys with, um, oh, no, it was Goldman Sachs. They were like, ah, they kept telling everybody, don't buy fucking crypto, don't buy Bitcoin. It's, it's gonna die. And then they're like secretly scooping it up in the background, right? Like, get show ass. Like, man, so many right. that so much of that shit going on. But like you said, it is now. I I feel like a lot of those big companies are now kind of in position, or it's, you know, uh, well into their position. So yeah, they ain't gonna be saying yeah. no crazy shit off the wall shit now. Yeah, everybody's yeah. chilling out. Yeah. Bro, we used to get Bitcoin is dead articles like once a bro. week, bro. Dude, all the like, time. Uh, <laughs> it was it was crazy. People don't know that, man. That was back in the day. Back in the day when I was young. Yeah. Nah, yeah, that's... <laughs> but you know what? Uh, man, I was looking at some stuff with uh, tradi- traditional markets, man. I was looking at yeah. the Dow, S&P 500, and yeah. uh, FANG, uh, you know, which stands for um, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google. Yeah. 
and how they're down. Like a lot of those are down like twenty percent, which is crazy, man. Right. Like I was looking at face a Facebook chart earlier, bro. You're basically in the red in Facebook if you bought any time after March 2017. That's a yeah. pretty big deal. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's a pretty yeah. big deal, man. Serious. Yeah, these tech companies, man, they they taking a hit right now too, man. That's that's why I'm like, man, I'm seeing a lot more um uh, a lot more platforms like The Economist, Market Watch, FX Street, and all them talking about, you know, a looming, you know, global financial crisis that could be on our hands, yes. you know, in the years to come, and and the uh, it being quite imminent too, like not that far away. So, yep, this is yeah. this is quite it's quite interesting, man. And I know a lot of people in crypto were saying like, well, yeah, man, they can use crypto as a hedge while the the markets are falling. They can get into crypto. Nah, buddy. Uh, I don't think crypto is that mature yet. Um, yeah, and it's. I think, and I, I, I you know what? And it's, it's funny that you say that because I really feel like that being the case is going to depend on how mature the market gets. If it becomes more mature and people understand it more, and yeah. you try to utilize it in a certain way, that I feel like that that's possible. Right. But I feel like if not, now nah, it's gonna be like going back to gold and silver. Like, <laughs> we we we're gonna be like, yo, we, how how do you hedge gold? Yeah. Like it's gonna go back to to yeah, it's gonna go back to shit like that because I mean it's just like I mean that's 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 what everybody knows. That's the beginning. That's what all the old heads have. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they them. Bro, I need to get some gold. <laughs> just in case I need to stack a couple bars up hey man you know what I'm saying all you gotta do is take out them gold teeth man you know ah, what I'm you right yep I need to go ahead and get my grill let me you get my, uh, my 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 couple of $250,000 gold chains I have just in case I do ever do a random rap video uh, <laughs> let me get uh, you know my, my let me get my Gucci loafers and I need to <laughs> I need to sell all that for gold so, man, <laughs> how, how desperate would you have to be to rip off like the, the Gucci emblem from your slippers and try to melt it down and take it to a pawn shop. <laughs> Yo, that's horrible. Yo, that's so horrible. That's bad. You're going to see people robbing people's chains not to sell it, but to keep it. <laughs> like To like, yo, I need this just in case, you know, the economy oh, get bad. I'm out here robbing people because I need, you know, the economy about to get fucked up. I need gold. Right. I'm like, what? Shit, if that's the case, the rappers, they're in the best position. As much yeah. as they stack up on jewelry and shit. <laughs> when the world flips and everybody praises rappers because they got all the gold and shit in the world. <laughs> nah, it's going to be them and jewelry stores. They're going right. to be running the game. Oh, that would man. be hilarious, man. But no, nah, yeah, it is like, it's. I'm, I can't wait to see what happens on a global scale when it comes to the economy. Um, when it comes, because I, I really, especially like when I think about the U.S., I'm literally sitting here waiting for a recession like i'm like okay like what yeah. or depression whatever in the fuck <laughs> but i feel like yeah. it's coming and i feel like a lot of people that i feel like it's gonna fuck a lot of people up like bad like really bad like i think about now dude do you know how many people i have seen with degrees and regular jobs that get fired or that have businesses that that aren't built solidly Mm-hmm. And they completely go under. Now, 
And to think that it, it's supposed to get worse or it could get worse, man. Like, bro, you technology's getting better. So less jobs. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, like, I'm, not to laugh and be yeah, like, right, damn, right, but right. like, but like, what? Are, like, seriously, what are people gonna do? And I feel like a lot of people, they're not gonna know what to do until it happens, or they're not gonna know what's coming until it happens, and they're gonna be like, oh fuck, like maybe we should have prepared for this. Well, let's just look at the last recession we had, just in America, man, um, 2008. Bruh. I mean, a lot of people didn't know what to do beforehand. They they didn't know, what, know to what, do, what to do, do during do it, and they still <laughs> clueless <laughs> afterward, you know? You know, that's a good point. You know yeah. what? That's such a good... You know I mean, what? That's the funniest thing, now that you say that. I know a, a nice handful of people who lost everything during a recession and then tried to regain it back the same way they lost it. Mm. What is it? Insanity is when you do the same thing over again, expecting yeah. different results? Yeah. Yep. It's, fuck, it's, fuck, it's crazy, bro. Like, why would you, you know, oh, man, you know what? Recession happened. I lost my job. And I lost, you know, my car and my house. Oh, man. I need to go get another job. What? <laughs> like, nah, bro. Bro, that ain't, that ain't it. <laughs> it's man. like. It's not, they're, it's not they're, they're, uh, they're talking about um, the way tech stock, stocks are dropping right now, man. Like, yep. could this be another tech bust? Doom, doom, doom. And I was looking at that chart. Like, you know, I was way too young to really understand what was going on in the late 90s. Right. But, um, you know, after that bust in around the year 2000, man, like, those right. stocks really didn't recover to almost a decade later. Can you Can you just imagine that with crypto? Like what we're dude. going through right now, and it actually doesn't get back up to like twenty thousand dollars to like a decade later. Dude, <laughs> dude, <laughs> people would not know what to do with themselves. Like people would be completely and utterly lost. I mean, it, bro, up until this point, bro. When I look at, I mean, I'm looking literally staring at it right now. Comparison between the Nasdaq Composite and the Bitcoin from the twenty thousand high during that whole tech boom, bro. Them these charts look eerily similar like it's <laughs> yeah. like pretty damn similar and especially now and then the chart that i'm looking at with bitcoin only goes up to february of 2018 and then obviously the nasdaq continues within this within this span of at that same time frame being about nah, like the, the first week of june mm-hmm. it, it, it kept going down well <laughs> that's what we're doing right now <laughs> keep going down so yeah nah you yeah fit for 15 look i ain't gonna lie i want to stay in the bear market for a while but i don't know about no 15 years <laughs> shit i'll be 45 years old man bruh i, I ain't gonna be Damn. lying I, I ain't gonna lie i'd be i'd be a little tight <laughs> if it takes 15 years to get back up to 20k like I, uh, yeah, I, and the only honestly, only a big reason as to why the only reason I think that it won't take that long is because I, I, or at least I hope, I feel like people, a lot of people will, will use the tech bubble as a learning experience, mm-hmm. and hopefully learn from that, and uh, not. <laughs> Okay, let's <laughs> let's let's take a step back because I think we're only talking about cryptocurrency or maybe just Bitcoin in particular as just an investment. Like True. there are more, you know, you know, there are more utilities to a lot of these cryptocurrencies. So I'm thinking about just to be able to transfer large sums of money 
yeah. fast with little fees, right? Or you have yeah, countries yeah. like uh, Venezuela right now or India, you know, a lot of places where their currencies, the country's currency was devalued. Right. And so inflation is crazy, you know. Buying a loaf of bread is the equivalent of paying like for a large flat screen TV here in America or some shit. So they can, you know, get into something like Bitcoin and be able to uh, transfer funds around, you know, elsewhere. Or like if, uh, you know, it's it's so many different cases, man, for, right. for, for crypto, man, that can probably keep it, keep it, or at least keep the price stable at some point, or at least... Um, the growth of different utilities for it just keeps growing exponentially to eventually bring the price back up to 20000 faster than right. what it would do if we just looked at Bitcoin as an investment. Yeah, yeah. And I think and I think that's, yeah, that's a good point. I feel like, yeah, you if, if we create real-world utility for this stuff, I definitely think, feel like that'll be one of the things or the catalyst that helps move it back up in that direction, in that, in that upward trajectory mm-hmm. um and honestly that's what i look the most forward to anyway because i mean don't get me wrong all this trade and shit is fun this back and forth but this shit ain't real like i mean it's real but it's not you know it's like what is it really fueled by other than emotion and hope yes yeah, it's, it's that it, honestly it's the the reason why the price gets up as high as it does or any price gets as high as it does is the greater fool like yeah you just gotta no find talk. a greater fool to buy it at a higher price than what you bought it at it just keeps no going talk. you know that's yeah. essentially what the stock market is, to tell you the truth. I mean, even though yeah. it's advertised as an investment vehicle, you know, when it comes to 401ks, IRAs, and all this mutual funds and all this type of stuff, you know, as a way to have for your retirement. But that's really what it is, is, is faith in that the economy will be forever growing. Yeah. And it's faith that there will be a greater fool to buy what you're willing to sell at a higher price than what you bought it at. So that's what really keeps us going is, I mean, what's the intrinsic value is, I mean, what is a fucking dollar bill? Like what, like, yeah, what it's is not even really? backed by gold anymore. So what, what the fuck is this debt based economy? Like yeah, piece of paper, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's yeah, man. That was, Oh my God. That's another thing I hated hearing. Yo, 2017 was the year of, well, the U.S. Well, what is Bitcoin? It's not backed by anything. It's. I'm like, <laughs> neither is the fucking U.S. dollar. Why do you keep saying that? Like, <laughs> somebody, somebody made a comparison. I was at this panel once, and they were just comparing it to uh, the telecommunications industry. Say, like, just, just, just as an example, you know, say like when AT and T first started, or yeah. Southwestern Bell, or some shit. Yeah. How the value of the network actually came from the more people that participated. One yeah. person on the tel- one person on the telecommunications network is worth nothing because if it's a telecommunications network, who are you talking to? Exactly. It needs to be more than one person. Right. Okay, now we have two people. Okay, now it has a certain value now where at least two people can talk. Okay, let's bring more people. So the value comes just from people participating uh, in this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's, so yeah, that's yeah. true. That's exactly what it is. And that's the thing. It's like people it's like people don't get that. It's like, at the end of the day, all money is a belief system. Yeah. Period. So if you have enough people to believe in whatever monetary system is in existence that you plan on using, then that's what it is. Like that literally, you know, I'm like that's how it works. 
Like, I don't, there's no other way, you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't shit really backed by nothing other yeah. than belief. So, you know, it's just like, people need to accept that. So, but I mean, I've been hearing less, I've been hearing less of that. You know, I don't really hear people saying that anymore. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's a good thing. But, well, maybe, maybe people aren't saying that anymore because <laughs> on Google Trends, I was looking at uh, I was looking at Bitcoin and somebody somebody made a viral tweet that was comparing the Google Trends of Bitcoin to ramen, right? Uh, <laughs> right. Oh my, oh my <laughs> right now, ramen is more popular than Bitcoin. Like oh, that's why nobody's talking about it. Yo, that's lit. <laughs> more people are talking about ramen noodles than Bitcoin. That's that's crazy. Oh, that is the best statistic ever that's uh, awesome shit that is lit that's to, yeah all right wait until the price starts to go back up again let's see what's this unless he was winning in because <laughs> <laughs> you already know bro. yo like all right let's 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 really think about this okay one do we feel like there's gonna be another massive bull market two if so where could it go Man, okay. Yo. There's only going to be 21 million Bitcoins ever in existence, right? right. Yep. Um, think uh, in that trajectory, the halving process and everything, I think, uh, I mean, we'll basically be dead by the time every single Bitcoin is minted. Yep. Uh, so we won't, we won't see Bitcoin probably go as high as it can but just think about that it's a it's a currency that has a cap to how much can be minted other which is very much different from the u.s dollar yeah um so yeah i mean just thinking about that it's just going to make the the value of the currency much more valuable and much more rare you know what i'm saying because there's yeah. a, there's only a set amount you just can't keep making it Yep. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yep. So it's uh it's definitely uh yeah. So in terms in terms of price, I mean, even though it was ridiculous the way they were saying it um last year, like Bitcoin is gonna be five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Bitcoin is gonna be yeah. a million dollars. Honestly, yeah. honestly, bro, like going into the you know, like I said, it's just gonna be well after we're going. I mean psh- I believe it can make it up to that amount unless right unless they find some way to regulate this shit somehow. I don't know, but yeah, to where it prevents that. <laughs> the question yeah. is: Is John McAfee gonna have to eat his dick in three years? Well, <laughs> yeah. Now it's what I was guess his it's two what years. was his bet? He said if Bitcoin reaches, he said uh, so. If he said, and this was literally on July seventeenth okay. of twenty seventeen, he said if basically in the long term Bitcoin moves above. 500,000 within three years. So we've already passed the first year of that. So right. within three years and in, so what's that? 20, 2020? Oh shit. Yeah, it's 2020. So July mm-hmm. 17th, 2020. If uh, if it's not at 500,000, he's got to eat his dick. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Hey. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, shit, if, he does, if, he, if he doesn't die beforehand, shit, it seems <laughs> like everybody's trying to kill his ass. Yeah. No. <laughs> Dude, you ain't lying, bro. Like that's that. Yo, have you seen the preview? Like, there's someone they're supposed to be making a movie about his life. Oh yeah, I heard about that. I didn't see the preview or trailer for it or anything. If it's out, yo. And I'm not gonna like. Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Like being a hundred percent, being real. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, 
I we all know he posts some crazy shit sometimes on Twitter. He didn't been through some crazy shit throughout his life. The stories are crazy. Yo, what was so crazy though is when I interviewed this guy. This was the first interview I have. I know you already know this, right? I haven't I haven't dropped it out yet. I haven't aired it out to the world for specific reasons. <laughs> but it's gonna happen. <laughs> but when I talked to him, like, yo, dude was so normal. So normal. And he was smart as shit. Okay. Like he was like it literally to where it shocked me. You know, and it's just like, dude, it, like, you know, what's going, you know, but uh, uh, life, I can only imagine being him. <laughs> like the shit that he's done and the shit that he's been through, you know, it's like, you know, you you never really know unless you, you know, you really next to that person or you are that person. Yeah. So right, you right. really never know what is really causing this to happen. So from the outside looking in, right, everything could just seem like just completely fucking nuts and crazy what he's doing. Right. But it very yeah. like it may actually be some reasons behind the stuff. Not saying that, okay, well, everything he, he does and says has an excuse. I'm not saying that, but I mean, you really never know. Mm-hmm. So, cause like I said, when I, when I first had the conversation, I didn't know what to expect during the interview. I ain't, you know, it's not like I'm best friends with him, but I was, was, I was shocked. I was like, man, this conversation went really fucking well and normal. Like I almost felt like I wasn't talking to John McAfee, at least not John McAfee that most people see on Twitter. Oh yeah, people were hating his ass last year. <laughs> if you wasn't in the coin that he was shilling, dude. Uh, he'd be like, <laughs> the dude, all he had to do was make a tweet, and the coin would just like pop oh. up a hundred percent as soon uh, as he put out the tweet. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was crazy. That was wild, bro. Yeah, it was. It was really nuts, bro. It was nuts. I remember that time. Yeah, t- <laughs> yeah. We need to. We need to like. 20, 2017 bro was a fucking year for crypto like there was so much crazy shit that went on dog good and bad like I will never forget that year ever dog <laughs> and it's the crazy thing is so so many people are oblivious man crypto is still like a whole separate world bro like yeah. real talk yeah this is like this is the internet before or this is the internet right at the cusp of the World Wide Web being accessible by people using those little AOL discs and shit. Yeah. Like, this is where crypto is right now. A lot of people don't know what the hell it is, what it's capable of. Right. Like, it's not in a lot of conversations. And it's just, like, so much happened last year alone. Yeah. To make, like, I could see, like, so many movies being made about this shit. And, like, people were just Dude. oblivious. Yeah. It really was. <laughs> like, people were, like, I, the, honestly, the way I look at crypto now... Like seriously, like I when I think about crypto, I compare it to things like, like going to the gym, doing yoga, being a vegan. Like, did like you can do it, right? But like, really, when you get into it, this shit is a lifestyle. Like oh, legit, yeah. like you consider your whole being around blockchain and cryptocurrency, one mm-hmm. way or another. And I know I've shifted a lot of my life to to form around it in a, what I feel is a positive way. Um. Yeah, I can only bro the amount of. I mean, there are already movies out now, but I feel like yeah, when things really, I feel yeah, like I've, if things really take off and become more mainstream, I really hope they do. Yeah, like the stories you're gonna hear from people, like you know how you be on, you'll be on like uh, a, a t, you know, you be on a television network, and then you'll see a show like ghost stories and it's all these people that come together and tell these stories of all of the shit that happened when they was haunted and shit. I feel like right. it, it, that could be the same thing with cryptocurrency. 
<laughs> like you'll just have all of these crazy ass stories about people who went through these crazy hey, scenarios. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. They gonna have a subsidiary of Law and Order. It's gonna be Law and Order Crypto. <laughs> like how they got Law and Order SVU. It's gonna be Law and Order Crypto, bro. <laughs> Another blockchain, bro. This shit Yo, gonna be wild. Bro. That would be lit. We should cut this part of the episode out and keep it for ourselves. <laughs> Yo, that would be crazy. Hey, we got to we got to pitch that shit to Hollywood. Yo, we need to we need to pitch that, bro. Executive Just, producers. Yeah, that would be yo. That would be crazy, dog. Like that's legit. Yo, that um, if it, when it gets to that point, I'm just gonna laugh. Like I'm bro, legit. Gonna it like, is, bro. I could just see it, bro. Why not? I don't even see why they don't have a law and order specifically talking about the fucking internet for real. Yeah, you know but what? That's that is true. Yeah, like so much shit happens on on online, true. bro. Like, yeah, did I think somebody tried? Who tried? I think it was NCIS who tried. Cause I think uh, Bow Wow was in that shit. The NCIS oh yeah, cyber some cyber cyber yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, I ain't gonna lie, that shit was kind of trash. <laughs> Uh, well, man, they don't know how to write this shit right, man. <laughs> so much shit happened online. Yeah. They could make a whole show about uh, black Twitter if they wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, no joke, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely some missing, man. I, yeah, I just, I'm just going Reddit and go through stories. Bruh. I'll be like, yo, I need to get all these people in the room. Right. <laughs> It'd be like, yo, just talking to this mic because this shit is wild, bro. Yeah, like, bro. Insane. Yeah. One, one, one way I'm surviving all this, man, um, going back to the whole master nodes thing and, and staking. Um, yeah, for, for anybody that's uh, that's unfamiliar with different ways we mint coins or different ways to build the blockchain, look up um, proof of work, proof of stake. Right. Um, but yeah, one thing I'm doing is um, staking a few altcoins, you know what I'm saying, to, uh, you know, to be able to build the blockchain, but also to, uh, you know, just make some a passive income, which yeah. a lot of people are unfamiliar with. A lot of people just think in crypto, you just put your money into it, hope it grows, or if you're shorting it, hope it falls or whatever. But yeah. there are other ways, like, you know, we talked about D2. Um, yes, D2 is dope. Steam it. Um, you know, the different the different music platforms, um, which actually pay more. Um, I talked about this on my podcast plenty of times. They actually pay more than like Spotify, Tidal, and all these other major platforms per stream, and plus you get a hundred percent of your royalties. Right. And you know, you, there's no middleman. They just basically act as facilitators. So there's there's plenty of ways you can uh, make passive income in crypto other than just you know dumping your money into a coin. Yeah, it is a lot of yeah, yeah. That's a really good point because you hear a bunch of people only talk about trading, but there are definitely other uh, ways to make money. You know, you can stake, you can uh, you do like you said, nodes, master nodes, stuff like that. Um, I mean, there's a lot of different ways. I mean, you could do uh, arbitrage trading. I mean, if you are going to yeah. trade, you can use different strategies. You know, you got to just do the same damn thing. Um, yeah, man, it's, people just need to explore. Like really mm-hmm. explore. I mean, you can contribute to. I mean, shit. If you really want to you know, make some money and and get deeper into it, become a part of a a, a team. Shit, to contribute. Right. You know, directly to the space and stuff like that. You know, there's paid jobs out here, mainly for developers, obviously, because that's what's in high demand right now. But there's other there's other individuals and other skill sets that are needed. So, you know, I mean, get get in where you fit in. <laughs> I interview people all the time that do all types of things in cryptocurrency from marketing to to law to accounting to whatever so i mean it's it's everything is still fairly new so get in where you fit in 
Yeah, and and look up different ways how blockchain technology can revolutionize your industry. Yeah. You know, whether it's uh real estate, uh shoot culin the culinary industry, and, yeah. uh anything. Just you know, how blockchain can help in terms of, you know, record keeping and yep. just being transparent with the database and making it run more efficiently. So you could this is the time this is this is nineteen ninety four when Jeff Bezos uh came up with Amazon. This yeah. is that time in crypto. This is the time to start thinking about what kind of startup you can make. Um, you know what I'm saying? To uh to catch that wave before it gets too mainstream and you're kinda just lost in the sauce, yeah. like somebody oh, already man, took your idea and ran with it or something, you know. Yeah, nah, Skype did Skype cut out for like two seconds, bro. Oh, man, I heard you perfectly fine. I don't know, uh, but that's, okay. <laughs> that's super suspect. So you can hear me fine. Uh, you just cut out. I'm telling you, somebody, somebody fucking with the Wi Fi. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Is that our cue? Nah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man. So, I mean, it is what it is. So, I mean, I, hmm, I mean, I mean, you know what? I really do think, like, so is obviously as much as everybody wants price to just shoot back up and go back up to 20,000 and go over 20,000. I just feel like I don't want that to happen only because I know it's healthy if the market does actually breathe. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if we get down to $170, you know, it's Ooh. definitely going to I know it's going to be scary, but that I mean, that would be some damn entertainment, that's for sure. Even I ain't gonna lie. If he get down that low, even me, I'm gonna be like, all right, bro. Like, <laughs> man, I, don't, man, I, don't I know. think the only the only thing that frustrates me is, um, well, actually, will I be frustrated? That's good. That's a good question. I'm trying to think. Will I be frustrated? Because I was just I was just um, thinking earlier. Um, just, like, just say if you, you're just about trading, right? Right. So the price of Bitcoin is low enough to where even one percent is like about a $50 price point. That is true. Yeah. So it doesn't take a lot to earn, you know, just like these small percentages now, just because the price of Bitcoin is falling. Yeah. So I can only imagine, you know, it getting to like $170 and, um, you know what I'm saying? A hundred percent double that. It's not going to take, it's not going to take much to get back into the three hundreds. You know what I'm saying? So you could probably, Make a hundred percent. If if well, that's another thing too. That's what you got to think about. Every market cycle, the rules change. Yeah, they do. Because uh, this is something. Oh, uh, yeah. So like early last year. So when any time that Bitcoin was pumping early last year, all coins were falling and vice versa. Yeah. So the later half of that year, everything was rising at the same time. So I'm thinking, you know, Bitcoin gets to one hundred and seventy dollars. <throat> People probably thinking like, oh, it's just at $170 now, man. It's going to be at $300 next week. I don't know, man. You know, like I said, market market rules change every cycle. Don't expect it to grow uh, as fast as it did in the past. Um, don't expect all coins to behave a certain way. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. You just got to stay adept to uh, the changes. Yeah, shit can change at any point in time. So you have to realize that. And that's why I said you can't. <clears throat> when somebody says something, even a person who's really great at technical analysis, don't take it as set in stone because that's not what the that's anybody who does technical analysis already knows that, so they'll tell you. 
Like, I'm not saying this is going to happen for sure, but this is likely to happen. So, you know, you got to stay flexible because there's always a chance that what they're saying, even if the probability is high, it could not happen. For example, this big ass dip in Bitcoin prices. <laughs> I'm pretty sure most people probably didn't calculate this. It's, it's the probability of being high of it actually happening in the way it's happening. Not, mm. and, you know, so, you know, you can't you, you just can't predict certain things. So. You know, you just got to stay sharp and stay ready, hone your own skills in so you don't have to always rely on somebody else to tell you, you know, what could possibly happen, you know, and then uh, and keep it moving. But I mean, honestly, me, I honestly hope I wouldn't be mad if we stayed in a market for another mm, six months to a year. I honestly wouldn't be mad. It would make me feel better about when things started trending back up because I feel like, okay, well, we had time to breathe. So, yeah, I feel like, you know, shit would be more sustainable. It would make more sense. You know, um, going up. And as long as they don't do no crazy shit, like just shoot. As long as they don't shoot up out of nowhere. Yeah, I think it'll help this market become less speculative. Yes. And maybe as the price rises on the next bull run, it's it's from legitimate reasons of right. we know for sure. We know for sure this is how this project is regulated. We know for sure this is going to happen. Right. There's a lot of guessing going on right now. Yeah. Um, you know, sure. and that's the reason why it did shoot up as high as it did. Unless, unless it's true, how they talked about Tether, how yeah. Bifinex and Tether were manipulating the market. I know they've Bruh. been doing some investigations on that recently. <laughs> that's, yeah, they are definitely looking into that. <laughs> the good defense is not playing. They're like, oh, so y'all won't play, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, y'all trying to pump markets and shit. Y'all trying to pump and dump markets. That's what, imagine though, imagine if they do the research and they find the definitive proof to show that Bifinex and Tether were intentionally, completely, and utterly used to completely pump and dump the market. What would that do to the crypto space? Mm. I feel like that would be... Um, that would be that, Bifinex is the second most voluminous exchange next yeah. to BitMEX. Yes. So I'm pretty sure voluminous isn't a word, but I'm going to accept that. Voluminous. Voluminous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm over here. I got, I got like eight tabs open. I'm like, I'm reading stuff at the same time I'm talking, and I'm like, and I'm like playing with my phone sometimes too. I'm just saying all type of shit. Yeah. No, no, I feel you. Know, I feel you know they are, they, they, yeah, they, they're, they're a high, right. they're a high voluminous exchange. <laughs> Yo, that's gonna be the word of the day. Like, and you know, you know how like when people people uh, go to prison. And, you know, they come out of prison feeling all educated and they just say all these big words. Um, so I'm getting into the cryptorious side of uh, the uh, the cryptocurrency uh, inquisitive uh, high interest markets. And, um, you know, <laughs> I'm a blockchainologist. Oh, really? Oh, that sounds important as fuck. Hey, you know, speaking of, hey, speaking of that, it's crazy, man. You know, you ever see those, uh, a lot of these blockchains quote-unquote blockchain startups asking for people that have like 10 years experience in blockchain yeah and this shit shit technically hasn't even been around for 10 years yet even though the 10th year will be next year but still it's like i'm like hold up how you how you gonna have this as a requirement this shit ain't even been around for 10 years they basically asking like yo where's satoshi at (laughs) (laughs) basically (laughs) it's like the fbi's tricky way of trying to find out who satoshi is The one person that actually applies. Right. Yes, this must be Satoshi. Yes, we finally got that. 
<laughs> trying to bait him all the way in. Oh, no, no, no. But okay, I don't know. Going somewhere. That's like that's like Elmer Fudd <laughs> trying to catch Bugs Bunny. Like the most yeah. elementary way of trying to catch somebody. <laughs> like yo, let's set up this trail of carrots, bro. We know he's gonna follow this shit. He's gonna fall into this hole right here. Right. <laughs> like, bro, pretty sure he's smarter than that. Right. <laughs> Not gonna, it ain't gonna work. No, but going back, right back to what you were saying, yeah. So with the whole um, X having such huge uh, volume in an exchange in correlation with Tether, um, and then what it could do to the space, it would. Mm, I think it would be upsetting. I think it could potentially set us back because I mean, when you think about it, you'd be thinking like, mm. well, how much of that, how much of that bull one run, how much of that bull run was real? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're investigating now because when you have something like Tether, um, the reason why it has the name Tether because it's supposed to be tethered to the U.S. dollar. It's never supposed right. to be above or under the U.S. dollar. Right. Um, and it's supposed to be backed. Every Tether is supposed to be backed by a dollar, or I guess I think some stable coins, if it's not backed by a dollar, it's backed by assets right. in dollar amounts to be... You know, so it can't be more tethered, distributed into the cryptocurrency market than what's actually backed by U.S. dollar. Right. So, yeah, they've been <laughs> investigating that. Um, Bitfinex even, the only reason why Bitfinex even brought Tether about was because it was forever having banking issues. <clears throat> and they wanted their customers to be able to, to, to cash out the Bitcoin that we're buying and to also still be able to trade. So they, you know, they invented Tether. Which I found out Tether Tether's name actually started off as another name, and it was actually a Chinese startup. Uh, I would Google it right now, but uh, I'm afraid it might just mess up our connection again. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, like, I I don't know if it's shit. my internet connection just messing up Skype or whatever. Like I'm kind of afraid to open up any more tabs. But. <laughs> it's just like, I ain't doing <laughs> shit. It's definitely the SEC. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, it's the feds. It's like, yo, they need to stop talking about this shit. Let's go ahead and hit. They just waiting for you. The second you open the tab, they're gonna flick the switch. And it's gonna be your right. fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god. Nah, I'm trying, bro. I got three tabs open. I'll be closing them shits out like a motherfucker. <laughs> 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 ain't finna catch me slipping. Nope, we ain't doing that. Not around here. Man. Nah, nah, nope. But um, yeah, man. So um. Yeah, but man. You, but you know now. I mean, now we got the uh, now we got more exchanges making their own stable coins and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So which many I'm, so many. huh? I said yeah, oh, yeah so yeah. fucking many. Yeah, yeah. What well, Coinbase is doing with Center, man? They got they got US mm-hmm. uh, USDC on a lot of different places, man. Yeah. Yep. Um, Even Gemini, kind of, Gemini stable coin. They have a, they own a lot of fucking exchanges too. Okay. Yep. Yeah, There's man. St- stable coins everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now here's here's the trick. These motherfuckers ain't stable. <laughs> <laughs> right. Boy, like, when uh when Tether dropped down to eighty cent, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, I know. Like, like well, wait a minute. Like a month ago, or how, yeah, a little yeah. bit over a month ago. Yeah. That's why I was kind of like hesitant about trying to chart with uh Bifinex for the time being because it seems like Bitcoin has been trading at a premium ever since that tether implosion we had yeah a little bit over a month ago cuz um I understand that if tether was trading below 
a dollar that the price of Bitcoin would be trading at a premium. But now since Tether has kind of jolted back up to like, what, 90 something, 98 cent now. Uh-huh. I don't see why the price of Bitcoin is still as high as it is on Bifinex. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of crazy stuff going on. But if you're an arbitrage trader, hey, take advantage of it. Right. Have motherfucking fun. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it is. It's kind of, yeah. It's one of those things, man. Um, yeah, it's, it's how stable coins go in the future is going to be real fucking interesting. I feel like they're all racing to be that one that everybody just trusts. But at the end of the day, it's like, can you trust any of these motherfuckers? <laughs> really? Yeah. You know, so. And uh, we'll see. We'll see how things go. But I don't know. I'm excited, bro. I'm 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 happy that, that Bitcoin has gotten down to as low as it has. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Shoot me for saying it, but I hope he goes lower. Uh, <laughs> I want to buy. I want to buy more lower. Like I'm really, wait, I'm really waiting on that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm really waiting on that. That bounce. I want a definitive bounce and the moving back up into an uptrend or or um, clear side trend before I just start throwing money in there. So um, yeah, let me. I'm gonna try to go back to trading view right now, actually, just to see. Yeah, man. I'm what we looking like? I'm cold at the huddle, bro. I'm cold with it. Hey, <laughs> like, let me see. Right, let me see. On Coinbase, we're sitting right at forty three hundred. Yeah. Um, all coins are a lot. Of, a lot of all coins are testing their uh, all time lows. Oh. Yeah, man. Yep. Uh, <laughs> or at least. All coins have dragged, dragged, been dragged into the pits of hell. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Bruh. I'm looking at uh, Sea of Coin. They had a fork, yep. uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, and it's been downtrending ever since. Yeah. Um, Cardano, at one point, it got under 1,000 sats. Let me see where it's at now. Right now, it's trading at 1,015 sats, which is where it was... Ooh shit! It first it first got to that level around November last year. Actually, it looks like a lot of altcoins are where they were a year ago. Yeah. Yep. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Pretty much. You look at these prices and you have flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I think I've been here before. All you have, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> and Litecoin. Oh my god. Oh yeah, that price, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Litecoin, Litecoin is damn near where it was at when it first got added to uh, GDAX when Coin yep. when uh, Coinbase Pro was still GDAX. Yeah, um, that was. Or no, actually, no, no, no. I take that back. Not, not, not GDAX. No, uh-huh. Coin, the actual Coinbase wallet. They never actually had a, a wallet for uh, Litecoin. It was always trading on GDAX. But was, when they finally put. Um, they made it available for purchase straight off Coinbase's website and Coinbase's app. Yeah. It jolted up from like, you know, the the teens up into like thirty dollars. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember yeah, I remember that was Litecoin was the first thing I bought. Thanks to you. Hey. <laughs> that shit. I went when did I buy it? I think it was I think I bought it like right below eighteen dollars. Yeah, you bought it back in uh April. Yeah. Uh, March, March, so, April. Yeah, March, April. So, oh man, that was <sighs> that first that first coin. <laughs> so many memories. I know. So many Thank memories. you, Charlie Lee. Appreciate it, Charlie yeah. Lee. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> yeah, for real. Shout out to Charlie Lee. 
Shout out to Litecoin Gang. <laughs> doing they doing that thing, man. He's man. That dude has contributed so much to the space, man. I, I really do have a lot of respect for him. Um, I have a lot of respect for what he said back in December, yeah, of last year, talking about how uh, he did. He said he got rid of his Litecoin a long time ago, and that's another reason why he quit right. working for Coinbase. And I guess it felt like a conflict of interest, you know. So, so the general public went thinking he's like doing some things internally to jack up the price in order for him to make as much money as he can. So he disassociated himself from Coinbase and everything. And I thought that was pretty cool. And he seems like a very uh, noble person. Yep. Genuine. Seems like he really wants to to further the space. He wants the space to go further itself. Yeah, I got there. Mad respect for that dude, for real. Yeah. Charlie Lee, please come on my show. Let me interview (laughs) you, bro. (laughs) <laughs> He's very talkative too, man. Like, yeah. um, you know, he was one of the first people, uh, f- first developers that I've come to know by face. Because you know, a lot of uh, a yeah. lot of developers in crypto, you know, they like to be anonymous. You know, just like Satoshi. Correct. And uh, you know, he was very uh, he was very talkative on Twitter. Um, Out and about. Yeah, talking about new developments, keeping people up to date. That was he was really got he was the person that really got me introduced to crypto Twitter too. See, when I first got into it, uh-huh. you know, when I first got into crypto, it was back when you know it was nothing but loom and doom articles everywhere from a lot of credible publications, right? And I know that's why that's why a lot of people still have yet to get into crypto because they're still used to looking at CNBC, Bloomberg, God, Market yeah. Watch, and you know a lot of these publications. Right. But I really saw what cryptocurrency was capable of, um, and also just looking for another investment vehicle because you know that's when I was still really part of the stock market doing my thing there. Right, right, right. I was just looking for something different, something way more aggressive, but. Um, you know, so I was looking, where can I get some adequate information from? So, you know, I got on Twitter and I started looking up like these different coins and stuff. And, you know, it brought me to Charlie Lee, who was, uh, you know, in charge of Litecoin. And from that point, it got, he, you know, just dealing with him, um, you know, seeing who he was talking to. Um, <laughs> it was crazy. Him going back and forth with Jihan Wu, uh, <laughs> yeah. different, different uh different um pools mining pools and stuff you know and i'm just like researching who's he's who he's talking to and it kind of like made me want to add more people right and so now i got a pretty big list of people that i follow and that really uh introduced me to the world of crypto twitter which is just as wild as like how we talk about black twitter or whatever yeah it's a whole man if you're not on crypto twitter yes like shit's a movie (laughs) <laughs> yes, it is hilarious. It's full oh of memes, my God. full of beef, full of the full of right, <laughs> bro. Like yo, I feel, I feel like yo, that was another thing. Twenty seventeen, bro. Like people was beefing on Twitter back and forth. Like these personalities, it was like it was rap beef. Like it was the craziest <laughs> shit ever. Like yo, it was like this dude versus this dude, this dude versus. This. I'm like, bro. Like what do y'all like? Y'all really y'all just don't care. Like just people wilding. getting people getting robbed. People posting their block folio uh, earnings and stuff. And days later, they get robbed. <laughs> bro, like, no joke, bro. Like oh, legit. Man. The 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 Kashi six nine of 
crypto Twitter is Wolf of Poloniex, bro. Like, oh, that bro. dude was he would be with everybody. Is his is his tweet still protected, man? I like, don't. I, that's a good I, I was never following him, but I would have him on a list where I could still see his tweets. But after a while, I think people kept trolling him because he kept making <laughs> these wrong calls. <laughs> so he made his tweets protected, so you can't see him. <laughs> yeah, dog. I was. I did follow him. I don't know if he's. I really don't. I don't know if he's still on. Oh, uh, man. Or if he's. Uh, nah. See. Yeah, no, nah, I don't think it's. I think it is protected because I know it's man. So many people tried to create accounts that was like his just to suck people in and scam them and ah, bro. Yeah, it was it was legit crazy. Like for it was yeah. nuts. But that dude, yeah, shout out to Wolf of Bologna X. Uh, <laughs> yo, I would love to interview him. That would be wild. I would too. Like yo, he like, was kind of different, man. I mean. He would never show his face, but sometimes he'll show like pictures and videos of him being out and about, and he'd yeah. talk about his personal life. Yep. He was very different. He was. Very, I know at one point he was talking about dating this transsexual and <laughs> I remember that. doing all type of stuff. Like he, he's yeah. different, man. Yeah, he's, he's different. He's a unique individual, is what I'll say. And I would love to have him on the show. Yeah, he seems like um, he he lives an interesting life. Yeah, definitely. He's the next John McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> Like, bruh, but yeah, yeah. So, crypto Twitter, jump on that thing, research some stuff. Yes, it's fucking, it's crazy. It's nuts, bro. All right. Um, so, all right, cool. So, definitely, um, yeah. So, Bitcoin is definitely gonna hit $170 in 2020, without a doubt, 100%. I'm, I can guarantee it. No, I'm just playing. No, yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, oh, yeah, that's another thing, too. Yeah. When you have like platforms, like, even though Bit, uh, BitConnect is gone, when you have platforms that actually predict earnings, oh like what you're going to yes. get either year over year or, or monthly or whatever, it's probably a scam. Yep. 99.9% chance that you're going to get fucked. <laughs> so yeah. be, be aware of that. Uh, yeah. N- nothing is guaranteed nothing when guaranteed. it comes to investing and trading. If somebody promised you a certain number, probably a scam. Yeah. I would say, man... You know how many people I was like, yo, don't do Big Connect. Don't just don't <laughs> do Big Connect. Like, yo, I know it look right. good, but I promise you, it's probably a scam. No, 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 no. And then you see that chart where everything just takes <laughs> bottleneck, bro. Bro, I remember when it did a 98% Dude, dump in one day. That was nuts. I was like, I'm not going to say I told you so, but. Dude, people lost. So much. I know people personally who lost money. And I was the person telling them, like, yo, don't just pull your money out. Take your earnings. People who were up. And I was like, yo, just pull your money. It's not going to last forever. Like, you know, like, I I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad I wasn't in it. Right. (laughs) You got to. You had a lot of popular people uh, using those affiliate links to God, yeah. to lure people in. You know, they get their kickbacks, yeah. and so yeah, that just created more and more of a, a, a bubble, yeah. or more it put more and more into the Ponzi yeah. scheme than it was. Yeah, they yeah, you know. they, yeah, they promote that. I remember when that was yo. That's the only ad I would see on YouTube. The only ad, like yo, like I know there's right. other ads on YouTube, <laughs> bro. I'm like the marketing budget behind Big Connect was. I tremendous. know it was crazy, dog. Like <laughs> tens, 
hundreds of thousand dollars a month, probably. I, bruh. Man. It was crazy. It was nuts. But it is it is what it is, man. Um, all right, man. Um I need to eat. I need to go to the I need to go to the gym, work out my Bambi legs, bruh. Cause they sore from when I went to the gym like two, three days ago. I'm like I like I like how informal this is. Like I could just picture us uh or just picture like like what you just said, like dealing with somebody you don't know yeah. or like somebody you only know formally. Like you're at a, you're at this business meeting, you know, you just talked about, you know, the the different profit margins of your business, you know, you're talking about you know, the quarterly earnings to your investors and like <laughs> right. instead of instead of like meeting a journey, you'd be like, uh, hey I'm I'm kinda getting hungry, y'all. Um <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, uh, y'all can y'all can keep sitting here, but shit, I'm finna go I'm, to the I'm vending machine to, at least. Right, I'm about to dip. Like, yo, uh, yo, if you want, bro, I'll go ahead and leave it recording in case you want to talk to yourself, but I'm definitely Yeah, go. you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, you know, keep it real. <laughs> I'm sitting, bro, I'm sitting here, I'm I'm looking like an athletic homeless guy that needs a haircut right now. <laughs> <laughs> bro, Dude. bro, I'm in my apartment talking to you right now, and uh, my apartment is a complete mess. <laughs> complete. I got I got a mattress like propped up against my door because I just bought a new bed. My guy, I got a I got a statue of a giraffe in front of my refrigerator. Oh, you are uh, <laughs> you are wilding. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. I know you just finished making that gourmet that gourmet that gourmet meal. <laughs> Yeah, let me say this for the yeah, let me say this for the record. If there is one thing that is extremely different between me and Dennis, is I love to cook. And him, I wouldn't trust boiling water. <laughs> bro, I'm saying, bro, I, I can't even make a bowl of oatmeal, bro. I can't. I can't, man. Like, I can't. That's why I, I'm terrible at this bachelor thing, bro. Like I can't, I can't survive. He needs I to need be in a relationship for survival. It's not even about being happy or emotions. It's like, yo, I need to be with somebody to live. Right? This, this is real. Bro, I break up with somebody and I immediately start losing weight. Like, <laughs> what's wrong? <laughs> oh, yo, uh, I can't do. Oh, yo, yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, next time we do this, dog, we got to do it on video. Oh, uh, yeah, because people got to see our. Our dumb faces, <laughs> facial expressions oh. that we made throughout the interview, bro. Oh, I'm the telling chats. you. <laughs> yeah, man, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, well, God. I hope people like it. I wonder how many people going to hate this. They're going to be like, yo, this shit is stupid. Who are these two guys? Coming on <laughs> right. the podcast, being regular motherfuckers, talking like they know each other, talking about, <laughs> what, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, right. Like, fuck you. Just ramble. Right, right. <laughs> fuck you. I love doing this podcast shit, all right? It's my passion. Chia. <laughs> for real. I really do this. This is not fake. I'm not doing this for money. I'm not de- I'm definitely ain't doing this shit for fame. Because I do not want to be famous at all. <laughs> I'm doing this shit because I thoroughly enjoy it. And I want to help further the crypto space. And I want to have interesting topics with a little bit of everybody. People I have to sit up straight with. And people I can talk to. And motherfucking wife beater. <laughs> and no shoes on. All of the above. Can't wait till the day I record a podcast while I'm smoking a blunt. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> hey. It's like my milestone. <laughs> so, nah, man. But <laughs> real talk, man. Uh, I'm glad we jumped on the podcast, man. And we had this idea to do this episode. 
I think it's I think it was fun, bro. It was fun. It was dope. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. I can't I can't wait till we can do this live uh in different places, man. Yeah. Go to Vegas, man. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Being on the strip, record off the strip. Yeah, dog. We're going to have to do like some crazy shit. Like, we need to record an episode in the Grand Canyon. Like, just (laughs) (laughs) some some shit that just doesn't seem possible. Like, yeah, we're recording an episode in the Eiffel Tower. Like, what? (laughs) That is lit. I'm like, yeah. That's how you know we made it. That's how you know. Yeah, yeah. When we're doing shit like that, we made it. (laughs) Without Without a doubt. So, yes, sir. All right, y'all. Y'all already know what it is. Uh, bonus episode. Appreciate everybody tuning in. You know what I'm saying? I am the crypto bully, Dennis. DJ's never in the story. Crypto until infinity podcast. Both of us on the Bitcoin podcast network. Shout out to them, too. Um, shout out to yes, ECC. Sir. Have to shout them out. That's who got me started. Um, just so y'all know, for this particular episode, I, I'm actually going to be putting a link to the show notes in the description to make sure y'all have access to the charts that we pointed out, articles and different stuff like that. So I know that that's coming. Um, and yeah, just you know me and the homie going to collab again in the future too. Except next time it's going to be video. So y'all really going to be probably laughing your ass off. You're going to be looking at us like, what the <laughs> fuck? But yeah, so. Hello. See, look, right? Like, 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 uh, well, look. Like, shit, I mean, I ain't know if I was supposed to say something. Nah, I'm no, no. Shout out my web. I'm, like, I'm finishing up. I'm trying to do the closing remarks, and the connection is, you know, acting funny again. Like, you cut out for a minute. See? Oh, shit. Like, it's the end of the They're oh, trying to shit. hit at the end of the conversation. Yeah, y'all late. Should have <laughs> did it like you did it earlier. Cut it off in the middle. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, but all right. But yeah, that's it, man. Cut. Um, ends. I wish, yeah, I wish I had one of those movie things where you just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it fire. But yeah, so yeah, that's it. All right, everybody. Bye. See y'all later. Next episode. Get the hell out. I'm out.